This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. We're continuing a lesson that we began just a week or so ago. And because of the, for the sake of time, I don't have much time to review. So I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to the Facebook Live and the podcast and listen so that you're caught up to speed because I need to jump right in and begin to hit the ground running. I have more word than I have time. I'm so happy to see all of you here today and for those sons and daughters that are on Facebook Live, I'm doing roll call. Go ahead and shout, shout me out. Tell me who's there. Tell me your name and where you're from in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm doing a roll call on my spiritual sons and daughters. I'm hawking them down in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm hawking them down. In Jesus' name. So the lesson I began just a week or about a week ago, it's entitled Trouble-Minded, Double-Minded. Trouble-Minded, Double-Minded. My thought for today, my focus or my main thrust, as it were, is flies and lies, part two. Flies and lies. According to Psalm number 23, do you guys know it? Can we recite it together? Would you recite it aloud with me? The Lord is Y'all just ought to shout hallelujah behind that. Glory to God in the highest. We started on Thursday as we begin to talk about this series, and we begin to talk about John the Baptist. John the Baptist, who said that he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He said that there was one that was coming after him that should be preferred over and above him, whose sandal straps he wasn't even worthy to unloose. He also said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, the sin of the world. But something happened in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 3. John from prison sent two of his disciples to Jesus and said, Are you the one or shall we look for another? What happened, John? You were the forerunner. When Mary met Elizabeth, you leaped in, in Elizabeth's womb. What happened to you that you have become so offended that now you're questioning your whole mission in life, your purpose, and you're questioning the Lord? Difficulties will come and injustices will come, but we cannot allow those things to make us question our Lord. We know that John the Baptist had been in prison and Herodias, Herod's wife, had instructed her daughter to give a lap dance to the king and to drop it like it was hot. Put him on it thick, girl. 
And she did, so much so that he said, you can have anything up to half of the king. You can have anything you want, and you know that once a king speaks something, it can't be reversed. That's why you got to watch your mouth. He had no idea she was going to ask for John the Baptist's head. How was that fair? What had he done? Even if he had stole something, if he had socked somebody and it still wasn't worth that, it was unjust, it was unfair, it was wrong, wrong, wrong. But we cannot allow things that are wrong, things that happen to us, betrayals, injustices, to make us question our Lord. He said, go ask Jesus, is he the one? Or should we be looking for somebody else? What happened? Your whole life, you've been the forerunner of the Messiah. But the enemy has played the okie doke. He has hoodwinked you. He has caused flies and lies to swarm around your head. Now you're so annoyed. You're so frustrated. You're so distracted because of the persistence and the annoyance of the buzzing, the constant buzzing of flies and the constant buzzing of lies. Flies and lies. Have you ever been in a bed sleep? You're resting good. Out of nowhere, here comes a fly. And why do they have to come right by your ear? Have you ever had a fly by your ear? It, it starts irritating your natural ear. Your ears start feeling funny like your ear is vibrating because of the buzzing of the fly. That's what the devil does. You know he's the father of flies and he's the father of lies and he just buzzes, buzzes with a constant annoyance around your head. I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine what John the Baptist was going through. I can't even fathom it. Now, we go through our own stuff, and some of the things that I've been through, you couldn't possibly imagine, and some of the things that you've been through, I couldn't possibly imagine. But when we go through things, the enemy begins to swarm around our head, buzzing, buzzing with flies and lies. Can I get a witness? Am I the only one in here? Has the enemy ever lied to you? He's buzzing with lies. Maybe somebody hurt your feelings. One person hurt your feelings. Nobody don't love. No, nobody love me. Now don't nobody love. Flies and lies. Are you listening to me? In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, it says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but not destroyed. Come on, we have to remember. Now see, this is how we want to read it. We're troubled, we're perplexed, and we're persecuted, and we're cast down. You forgot the rebuttal to it. You're listening to flies and lies. Trouble-minded double-minded. The Pastor Andrea definition for trouble-minded is a distressed, agitated, disturbed, bothered, unhinged, strife-filled mindset. A revolted, rebellious, ready to set it off at the drop of the hat mentality. Trouble-minded. 
minded. According to James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, I'll read it quickly. It says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let that man, let that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, double-minded man. Then it goes on to say he is unstable in all his ways. In all his ways, in every single way double-minded. Before I give you my double-minded definition, Pastor Andrea definition, I want to remind you that patience is not just sitting back waiting for something to happen. What they gonna, what they gonna do? No, patience is keeping the same energy that you had. That same energy that you had when you, when you got that unexpected blessing, when you got a new car, when you got into a relationship. Keep the same energy. Stay consistent. Don't halt between two opinions. Trust God and keep trusting God. When things are good, when things are not so good, continue to trust God. Come on, it's evidence when you trust God because you talk like it. You have faith talk. You bold about it. You bold about what God says. Regardless of the contrary evidence that you see around you, you still talk the right way. You, you, you fight the good fight of faith because we understand that faith does not require any sense realm evidence at all. So the evidence that's in front of me can be completely contrary to what I'm believing God for. Oh, this is a word for somebody Get a revelation that God can and will do a quick work. And he'll do, a, oh, hallelujah, he'll do a quick work for you. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. God can and he will do a quick work, and he'll do a quick work for you. Somebody say, I, I'm next. I'm up now. 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 Here's the Pastor Andrea definition for double-minded. Double-minded is two minds. Two minds. Hesitating, indecisive, wishy-washy, irresolute, unstable, unreliable, uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. Double-minded. Two minds. One of the definitions for schizophrenia is double-minded. They have two split minds. It's a, it's a mental condition. It's an illness, just like cancer is an illness and, and diabetes is an illness. This is an illness, too, so we're not shunning anybody with that diagnosis, but that's literally what it means, two minds. So I'm encouraging you again to don't hesitate. Don't he when we hesitate, we believe in God, but we want to pick and choose the parts of the scripture that we want to take. When he, when he said, be a peacemaker, I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> but this, you can't refute the Bible. 
God's word is true and his promises are yea and amen. To hesitate means to be reluctant or to wait to act because of fear. You're reluctant, you're like a deer in the headlights. You stop for a minute because of fear, indecision, disinclination, having a doubt or being unwilling, pausing and, and faltering in your speech or stammering. Well, I know what God said, but no, take your butt out of it. Being trouble-minded and double-minded gives that little moment of hesitation that the enemy needs to defeat you. All he needs is just a moment of hesitation. We go to the Garden of Eden, we'll see where Eve hesitated. And when she hesitated, the enemy swooped right in. Girl, God, didn't, God, God just knows that if you eat the tree, you're going to be like him. She hesitated. She didn't even use her brain. I'm already created in his image and his likeness. Are you getting a revelation? Because Satan has no defense against the word of God, we got to keep the word of God in our mouth. You got to read it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith doesn't come by somebody praying for you to have faith. Faith comes by you getting in the word, you hearing it, you reading it out loud, you read it with authority. When you read it with authority, that thing leaps in your belly like John the Baptist leaped in his mother's womb. In ministry school, we always like for Tavon to read the scripture. He'd be reading with such authority. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to read the word of God. I encourage you to begin to read the word of God aloud. And every time you read it aloud, read it with authority because the devil doesn't have a leg to stand on when it comes to the word of God. Would you get a revelation? Now let's talk about these flies and lies. Flies are one of the most common insects on the planet. Flies. We've all had flies in our homes before. And if you're like me, you see one fly, you go to war. Then I'd be questioning myself, should I leave that one there to let him be an example to the other ones? <laughs> this is what's going to happen to you if you come in here. Come on. Flies, just the most, they're composed of filth, and they love to be in garbage and feces and royal, rotten, spoiled food because they live in filth, and they're composed of filth. Doesn't that sound like the filthy devil? Flies, now here's where I'm going to need you to, to lean in and pay attention right here. Flies bother sheep. Now, I'm sure they bother all the animals, but we're going to talk about the sheep today. The worst kind of flies are nose flies, which buzz around sheep's heads. And they try to lay eggs inside the sheep's nose. In other words, they try to deposit the larva, the seeds, in the sheep's nose. They're trying to get so close that they can put uh, something in, in the sheep's nose. Isn't that disgusting? These hovering flies can cause the sheep to panic and run wildly. The sheep can't stand flies. I can't stand them either. So just like the flies hover around the sheep's heads to cause the sheep to panic and run wildly, the devil does the same thing. Flies and lies buzzing around our heads. The devil tells you, you're never going to lose weight. You're never going to save any money. Your business is never going to get off the ground. You're not smart enough to write a book. You can't, how you going to have a business? Who wants you? Nobody wants you. You're too old to get married. It, you're too late. The devil is a lie. He's the father of lies, and that's what he does. He flies around flying and buzzing lies. 
trying to deposit seeds of doubt, trying to deposit a lie inside your head. Are you listening to me? Where am I at with my time? Panic means overwhelming fear that produces hysterical, irrational behavior. I saw on uh, one of the social medias, the girl was in a car and she was driving with her little infant baby in the car. She saw a spider while she was driving. She saw a spider in her car. She jumped out the car with the car still running down the street and left her baby in there. What happened? She panicked. Overwhelming fear that produces hysterical, irrational behavior. Had she been clothed in her right mind, she would never have done that. But she was hysterical. She was in a panic. That is what the devil wants to do. He wants to buzz, buzz around you and he wants to deposit lies to cause you to get hysterical. At a doctor's report, oh, Lord Jesus, they say I got cancer. No, by his stripes I am healed. The devil has no leg to stand on when you put the word of faith in it. You got to begin to say I'm blessed going in, I'm blessed coming out, I'm blessed in the city, I'm blessed. You got to put the word on it. Don't hesitate and don't panic. One wildly means out of control, just unruly, rebellious, disorderly, um, running head first into danger. Have you ever seen a little kid? A little kid will take off running to the street. Of all the places to run, why are they running? This? Don't even understand the danger that they're really in. But here's the Pastor Andrea definition. Try not outrun what's in their heads. How can you outrun what's in your head? You can't outrun it, but you could talk to it. Come on, come on, come on. Don't let the devil out-talk you. When he's buzzing around, he's flying around, flies and lies, you talk back to him. You start quoting scripture. It is written. The word of God says, guess what? He will soon flee. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Now, if the fly successfully deposits the larva in the nose of the sheep, the larva will hatch and burrow into the soft flesh of the sheep's nasal passage. The devil tries to plant a seed because everything starts with a seed. Everything starts with a seed. Even Jesus came as a seed in the womb of a woman. He didn't plop down full-grown Jesus. He came as a seed. Everything starts at a seed. So if the devil could get you to abort your business, your marriage, your future, whatever it is, at seed level, he got you by the jugular. Are you listening to me? So when the, when the flies burrow into the soft tissue of the sheep, it causes irritation, inflammation, and infection. Irritation, inflammation, and infection. Now here, check this out. Lean in. The pain from the irritation. How many know that there's pain that comes with irritation? 
The pain from the irritation, inflammation, and infection will cause the sheep to bang his head against the rock, to bang his head against the ground, to thrash through underbush and bang his head on tree trunks, attempting to get rid of the intruder. That's what the devil wants us to do, self-inflict harm to ourselves. But all we have to say is the word of God says. Remember, he has no defense when it comes to the word of God. When you put the word of God on the devil, he got to go. He has got to flee. Are you listening to me? Irritate means to annoy, bother, disturb, offend, harass, irk, and to vex. Inflammation has reference to sore, burning, painful, tender, sensitive spots. How many know the devil is always after your sensitive spot? He's always after that tender spot, that thing that is tender to you. Are you listening to me? Infection has reference to contamination with a disease-producing germ. Contamination with a disease-producing germ, or as I would say, dis-ease. The devil tries to dis your ease. He wants to come against your ease. So in severe cases, a sheep may even try killing himself just to get away from the pain. Somebody shout out loud, the devil is a liar. Now I want somebody to say, I will live and not die. I come against every suicidal thought now in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood against it. I plead the blood against it. I plead the blood against it. The devil comes subtly, and he'll tell you little stupid stuff like, they would be better off without you. The devil is alive. The devil is alive. The devil is alive. I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. But listen, if the sheep doesn't die, the infection from the infestation can cause it to go blind so if they don't die he still want to affect your sight he still wants you to be blind blind has reference to unable to see or when your sight is impaired or this is from the dictionary when you're unwilling or unable to perceive or understand when you're not willing or unable to perceive or understand Stand. Remember, um, the, the man had his eyes healed, and he said, I see, I see men looking like trees walking. Come back, come back. That ain't good enough. Something wrong. If trees look like they walking, something wrong. Come on back. Come on. God ain't going to halfway do nothing. He wants to 100% totally eradicate everything that will come against you in the name of of Jesus. Now listen, because the seriousness of the problems caused by the flies, remember, flies and lies. I just believe that John the Baptist was sitting in there. I'm not dogging John because this is not about John, this is about us. We got to examine ourselves because we'll sit up and believe a lie. We'll sit up and keep listening to the lies. I told you I was transparent a, a couple of months ago about this time last year. I was going on a retreat, and I drove my vehicle to church, and I asked my kids. I said, somebody take my truck home. I wouldn't go on and get on the airplane, go on about my business. 
few hours later, I called back. So who took my truck home? Who did you tell to take home? We didn't take home. Everybody was done but me. I'm like, y'all ain't take my truck home. Did nobody take? I have samples all out of everything I do for y'all. Don't nobody want to do nothing. I was sitting on the on the thing crying. <laughs> Don't nobody love me. After all I do for my kids, don't nobody love me. And they were calling, 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 calling. I was hitting the thing, hitting the button. <laughs> deny, 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 deny. Why? I was sitting there listening to the lies of the devil. Now, that's the biggest lie the devil could have told me, that my kids don't love me. My kids would do anything for me. They love me. Do y'all love me? They love me. See how the devil lies? But I'm sitting there just letting the flies and the lies swarm around my head. The devil is trying to plant a seed. Remember, he tried to plant a seed in the sheep's nostrils. I'm just, that's not just droop, drooling. Yeah, nobody love me. I said, I ain't doing nothing for nobody else. I really went into a pity party. Why? I was listening to flies buzzing, bzzz, and lies. Don't laugh too loud because y'all been here too. Are you listening to me? But because of the seriousness of this problem, the shepherds in the Bible, they would anoint the, their heads with oil. Anoint their heads with oil, which is a natural repellent. Remember we read it in Psalm number 23? He anoints my head with oil, a natural repellent against flies and Lies. Oh, God, I don't have time to really bring this thing out the way that I want to. Can y'all come back on Thursday? I have to pick up on some of this on Thursday. Shepherds has reference from the dictionary. Pastor Andrea didn't make this up. Shepherds have reference to a person who herds and tends and guards the sheep. A person who protects, guides, and watches over a person or a group of people. A member of the clergy. For example, the pastor and, of course, the, the shepherd, the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. I asked the Lord the other day as I was praying for the members of Destiny Faith Church, I said, God, how can I pastor people who won't show up? We got to show up round after round after round after round, regardless of the hard knocks that we get hit with. We got to keep showing up so that we can get a word in season, a word in season. Let me prophesy right here. You just walked into a new season. You're in a whole new season. You're in a whole new season. You're in a whole new season. And the, and the things that you did in the last season weren't working this season. So now you got to make an adjustment and do what is necessary in this season to walk in God's best and richest and choices blessing for you. Oh, good God Almighty, the other day we were over at my daughter Essence's house and my granddaughter Izzy said, Auntie Essence, can we go swimming in your swimming pool? She didn't realize the season had changed. I've been going swimming every time I come to Auntie Essence's house. Now the season has changed. When she was walking around with a swimming suit on, now she need a jacket on. So the things that you used to do in the last season probably ain't going to get you for this season. You got to be willing to do what is necessary in this season. God Almighty to walk into what God has for you.
I got to stop right here because I'm out of time. The word says he anoints my head with oil. He anoints. When it's that anointed, that means over and over again and over and over again and over and over again. It means that it's a process. It's not a one-time only fix. It is a process. How many know I'm not what I used to be? Glory to God. I'm not what I'm going to be. Hallelujah. I'm simply in the process. I need to encourage you to go through the process. Take off the, the, th the residue from the last season and walk into your new season. Put on the things that you need to put on for this season so you can walk in God's blessing. I'm out of time. I'm out of time. Would you come back on Thursday? I got to tell you some more. I'm not finished with this. Remember I said I have more word than I have time, so you got to come back. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.